something to say. Hello everybody, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and yeah, today we have, we, we need to have a chat. I know I start a lot of the episodes that way, but a lot of the times the uh, topics get picked of, picked from uh, what I'm hearing people talk about, and my thoughts thereupon, and today is no different. For a while now, and over the last couple weeks, I have heard a particular phrase be used, I think, way too much. And it's being used as a statement of resignation. And that is something that I cannot abide. And I'm sure you've heard somebody say it, whether joking or not, that's what we get for living in the darkest timeline. Or, wow, we really are living in the darkest timeline. Or some variation on that statement. And... I, I just can't take it anymore. I just can't. I mean, I really, literally can't take it anymore. Yeah, things aren't good. Things aren't great. And I think that's true around the world, no matter where you are. I know here, living in the uh, self-titled heartland of America, yeah, the the economy has not been good for the last year. Like, it was getting better, it was getting better, and then just... Ugh. In March this year, everything fell apart, and it's really bad around here, and it's showing no signs of getting better, and that's really scary for a lot of us who live here, especially those of us who and operate businesses around here, because it's not doing well, and it's not just ours. Like We know a lot of business owners, and we're all having the same experience, and there's a lot of concern, and yes, there are things that I hope will be happening in the not-too-near future that will help things out and help things along a little bit. Um, maybe a little bit of accountability in Washington would be nice. You know, my state in particular has been going through a lot of crazy things because our governor had a sex dungeon and was blackmailing victims because I think he thought he was living in a Fifty Shades of Grey thing and had to resign because that's a thing in modern america yeah if you if you're not familiar with any of that just look up governor greitens yeah oh my goodness like it's it's been a weird time to be alive and i i just i, I don't want this to sound like i'm turning into a self-help podcast because it's the last thing that i want to do because i am not a big fan of self-help because well a lot of it is you know trash but over the years, there have been quite a few things that I have learned to help myself, and I, I feel like it's okay for me to share those. <laughs> so the main thing I want to talk about today, and this, mind you, is coming from somebody who struggles mightily with depression and dysphoria, and kind of every waking day is kind of a nightmare hellscape for me regardless, and kind of has been for most of my life. Yeah. Darkness is just the absence of light. It is not a thing in and of itself. I, I think I need to say that again. Darkness is just the absence of light. That's it. 
that's all that it is. And so when people talk about us living in the darkest timeline or this being the darkest timeline or that things are looking really dark, that's because light isn't shining. And I don't want to get like overly metaphysical or anything because that's not what this podcast is for. But if you feel like things are dark, be the light. If everyone is doing nothing but complaining and bringing everyone down, try finding something positive to do. Not just say, but to do. Find a positive action that will actually feed some light into the situation. I wrote a post over at Dashpunk begging for the end of Grimdark that came out this morning. And part of what I was saying over there is the same thing that I'm saying here. If you are going to squander your agency, at least do it in a way that you're having fun. We always have a choice. It may not seem like we have a choice, and the choices may not be good choices. But if we're living in a world where we're talking about light and dark the way we're, we've been talking about light and dark, you have a choice. You can try to be your own light. You may fail. You may fail spectacularly. But you know what? At least you tried. And trying and failing is so much better than never trying at all. Because if you never try, nothing happens. Nothing gets better. If you don't try to make things better, if you don't actively participate in whatever it is that's annoying you, it's just going to get worse or stay the same, which in many cases is just as bad. You have to fight, metaphorically, and maybe sometimes in a Antifa sort of way. But, you know, you have to stand up. You have to be the light. If everyone seems to be mean and cruel and vicious, the solution to that is not to become mean and cruel and vicious. It's to be nice, to be kind, to be helpful. Be your own light. If that's what it takes, be it. It's not easy sometimes. Look, I am not an optimist. This is not me coming from a point of view of being a Pollyanna and thinking everything will work out in the end. I don't think that everything will work out in the end. In fact, I have quite a natural pessimism about me. I'm half Smith, and that comes with it a whole psychological baggage of nothing will ever be good, nothing will ever be better, and everything's only going to get worse because that's how they were raised, that's how I was raised, and that's kind of the worldview that I have adopted not for lack of trying to get out of it. But you have to fight against that. I do every day. I didn't want to record this podcast. That's one of the reasons why it's coming out late today. I wanted to find something else to talk about. I wanted to find something happy to talk about. But my depression was flaring up. I didn't feel like doing anything. And I figured I'm just going to turn on the mic and talk. Because that's me putting light out. This is my place to do that. I do that in my fiction, I do that in my podcasting, I try to do that in my blogging, I try to do that in my interactions with other people, I try to be the light that I want to see. Because yeah, I really do think we're living in the darkest timeline, but that's not something that we have to accept. We can rage against that night, and we should. It's our moral imperative to do so. I don't, I, I, I don't like the acquiescence to all of the annoying things that happen both online and in real life, and just accepting that that's the way that things will be. We don't have to accept anything. We don't have to tell ourselves that that's just the state of the world. Ooh, here I am. I have to live in it. No, you stand up. 
And no, I don't believe in great man history. And let's be honest, it's usually a man when we're talking about history. <sighs> yeah. But we can stand up. We can push back. We can... Oh, I hate that I'm about to say this because this is the most like self-help pablum BS that you hear always. But it's true. You can be the change that you want to see. And honestly, that's the only way it can work. Joseph Campbell, who's one of my personal heroes, often used to say, life's a mess. It has always been a mess. It will always be a mess. All I can do is take responsibility for my part of it. My life is going to be my life. My life is going to be lived the way I want it to be lived to the best of my ability in concert with the energies flowing through me that want to be expressed in this world. I'm going to let that light shine, and I'm not going to let anybody take that away from me. Will I ever be as famous as J.K. Rowling? Probably not, because honestly, I can probably name writers on one hand that are as famous as J.K. Rowling, and I probably won't even get to all my fingers, because she got sprinkled with ruby dust in the middle of the night, and magic happened, and she got famous in one of the luckiest lottery grabs ever. And no, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it. She's a good writer. She worked hard. She wrote the really good books. And I really liked Fantastic Beasts, and I'll fight you over it. But, you know, her success is a fluke. There are a lot of writers that have done just that, that have really well-written books with really good stories and really exciting characters and wonderful worlds that I love to spend a lot of time with. For goodness sakes, Neil Gaiman has done that over and over and over again. But he's not J.K. Rowling famous, and he's not J.K. Rowling rich. And that's just because the fairy dust didn't fall on him. But I don't hear him complaining. He does what he does, and he loves what he does. And that's all any of us can ask of this life. Find what it is that you love. Do it. Do it. Bring that into the world. Have the courage to ride your imaginations into the world. You know, the ancient Greeks used to talk about the life force as a leopard, it was dangerous. It was something inside you that you had to have the courage to ride. And oddly enough, the one who often did was the drunken Liber, or Bacchus, because he was too drunk to know that he shouldn't do it. Because the wine of drunkenness is the wine of life. And I'm not saying just medicate yourself and stay drunk or high or whatever to get through. Get through. But find something that gives you meaning. Find something that gives you purpose. Be your own light. Don't accept the darkness. The darkness is not a thing in and of itself. It is only there because there isn't a countervailing light shining against it. And when the light does shine on it, it scares it. And it tries to run. And it tries to hide. And sometimes, yes, those people that have accepted the darkness, who have embodied the darkness, they fight back. They get embittered because they like the state of things. They like the bad things. The bad things give them meaning. But this too shall pass. All things will pass. Everything in this life, everything in this world is impermanent. The only thing that is not is change. And as soon as you accept that, as soon as you realize that everything is mutable, everything is changeable, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And I mean this even with crazy things. Like, my brother was supposed to die years ago. He has a whole host of horrible diseases trying to eat his body up. And most of them are in remission now. And some of them are because of medical procedures that the doctors did. And some of them 
Even the doctors don't know what happened. And every day that he gets to spend with his grandchildren is a blessing. You fight the darkness with light. You find those things that you love and you hold onto them with dear life. Because that's all we can do in this world. That's all we're really promised. So don't accept it. Just don't. And I hope that you can hear what I'm saying and actually start taking action. If there's an issue that's bothering you, there's probably a group of people protesting it already. Just find out when they're meeting and go join them. If not, start one. This is the 21st century. Just put out a call. People will show up because people are probably as upset about the same th the thing that you are as you are. They just need a catalyst to group up. You don't like the government? There's an election coming up. You don't like your job? Find a way to either make it better or find a better job. And I'm not saying that that's easy. Don't, don't think that I'm saying that anything is easy. Everything worth doing in this life is hard. Everything worth doing in this life is hard. But you do it anyway. And you push through. You know, as much as the 90s sucked, oh, and they did, I miss them. And it's not out of some crazy sense of, you know, nostalgia. Because the 90s for me were, were kind of horrible in a lot of ways, like personally and whatnot. But for as messed up as my personal life was in the 90s, as messed up as I was in the 90s, I didn't have to worry about all these other things. The economy was good, so I didn't have to worry about that. Whether I agreed with whoever was in office or not, they, they were at least competent people who were trying to do something good for the country and not serving themselves. And I mean that on all parties. Don't think that I'm getting partisan here. I think everybody's a little touched in the head right now when it comes to Washington. Everybody's touched in the head. Everybody's become so selfish lately. I don't know why. Like, I lived through the tail end. I lived through the 80s. I remember the 80s. I remember the me generation. And I didn't think people would become more solipsistic than they were then. And here we are now. Oh my goodness. This is the me squared generation. And I'm not like coming after millennials or anything because you know what? It's not the kids that I have the most ought against. It's people my age and older. If you're 40 and up, I'm 41. We are so self-absorbed and self-conscious and everything else. We're taking everybody else down with us. And it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't. We can make a better country. We can make a better world. We can make a better us. And I, for one refuse to accept all of this base mythology that's coming up that we're just living in the darkest timeline and i know a lot of people say that as a joke but it's not funny because more and more lately i've been hearing people saying that and meaning it as just a blanket resignation of well i mean what did you expect we're just living in the darkest timeline no i'm not ex i'm not accepting that i'm not accepting any of that the world has been darker. We're not burning witches en masse anymore. Things are pretty good now. They're just not as good as they could or should be. Because we're letting pettiness and ennui guide our world. And it's frustrating. Oh, Lord, I know it's frustrating. But we can do better. We as a community can do better. You and your community can do better. My, I and my community can do better. All of us together, individually, collectively, and the like, can do better. We just have to do it. We have to be the light that we want to be. We have to stop the petty rancor and the arguing. I know I've talked about that a lot on this podcast lately, but it's getting to the point where 
I, I don't know what else to talk about because I don't want to get involved in the arguments that are going on, but it's all about the arguing. Nobody's listening. Nobody's having a conversation. It's about the arguing. The last time I went into town, I had four people just try to pick fights with me over things that they thought might cause me to go crazy. Like one of them went off on a screed randomly about how John Lennon's Imagine was one of the worst things that could have, that ever happened to the world. And I'm just sitting there thinking, going, yeah, that song by that pop star in the 70s. Yeah, that, that was so much worse than the Holocaust. But I didn't say it because I didn't want to take the bait. He's a real-life troll, and he was just trolling me. But for some reason, we live in a culture now that thinks that that's okay, that's fine. Just be a jerk. No, that's not fine. It's not fine. We shouldn't be actively trying to provoke people. We shouldn't be just looking for a fight all the time. And I'm not a Pollyanna who thinks that we should all just get along or that we could all just get along. But we only have one planet. We only have one life. All of this petty bickering and squabbling and acquiescence to the darker instincts of our nature, it doesn't help anything. It doesn't even help the people that are giving into it. You know, rich people, you don't need more billions of dollars. You've, you've got a billion. That's enough. <laughs> it really is. It's, a, it's more than enough. You and all of your descendants for time immemorial will be fine. You don't need more. In fact, everything might be better if that money was spread around somehow. We helped each other in big ways, little ways, any ways that we can, instead of constantly looking out for ourselves. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know I'm probably starting to sound like a broken record about some of this stuff, but it's just ripping me apart inside. It's it's just not right. I want to say thank you to everybody who has gotten you, hopefully, are seeing the same things that I'm seeing, and that you, you want to make this world a better, and you want to make this life better. We can do it. We can get there. It means a lot to me that I have this platform to talk. And it honestly kind of hurts me a bit when I have to do an episode like this. And I say have to because it's so omnipresent now. I can't think of a podcast or a show or a YouTube channel that I've watched recently that hasn't used that phrase once. I can't think of a friend of mine who hasn't said that at least once. And at first it was a joke. But a lot of them, it's not a joke anymore. And I know we can do better than this. I do. And we can. So keep your chin up. Keep hope alive. Whatever it takes. Do it. We'll, we'll, we'll get there in the end. I don't know how long it's going to take, but we'll get there. All right, it's going to be a short episode today because I, I could go on ranting and raving, but I'm not. If this episode meant something to you and you think it means something to somebody else, please share it because I'm just done. <laughs> I'm hoping to never make this episode of the podcast or anything like it again. If the app that you're listening to me on allows you to rate either the episode or the podcast, please do that. That helps me out a lot. It really does. If you have a couple dollars that you'd like to send my way to help make my life a bit easier, uh, please and thank you. You can, uh, depending on the app you're listening to me on, there may be a support button or in the show notes it'll say support on Anchor. If you click that, you can support me at the $1, $5, $10 level. Your support means the world to me and really would help out a lot. If you can do that and you do do that, thank you. 
If you want to support all everything that I do, including my fiction writing, that's patreon.com slash cedorset. And I want to say thank you to the couple people that are over there helping out. That really, it really does mean a lot. You have no idea. Um, yeah. You can find links to everything that I do at projectshadow.com. Um, if you would like to leave me a voice message, just download the Anchor app at anchor.fm and you would be able to leave me a one minute message. Keep it clean. And if it's good, I'll use it on the show. It could be a question, a comment, or a topic that you would like to hear discussed. I will let you know that this week we will be reviewing the new Doctor Who and the new Star Wars Resistance. So get ready for that. And yeah, nano prep continues apace. So there's a lot going on. Thank you so much for your time. And don't forget, have the fun. Bye.